Hey there, and welcome to the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. I'm your host, Marley Sievers. With four years of high school coaching experience, six years of experience as an instructor and choreographer for the National Cheerleaders Association, and over a decade in the cheerleading industry, join me as we navigate through the world of high school coaching together. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by the Cheer Coach Planner. Are you ready to replace your bulky coach binder? If so, then you should check out the Cheer Coach Planner. Designed specifically for cheerleading coaches, the Cheer Coach Planner helps you to simplify the administrative side of coaching through the use of planning and organization. Inside, you'll find over 250 pages, including 12 undated monthly calendars, daily life and practice planners, a team section full of forms to help you keep track of everything specific to your team, like rosters, absences, and athlete profiles, and a season section full of forms to help you keep track of everything related to your season, like tryouts, fundraising, game days, pep rallies, and competitions. With a physical planner, digital planner options, and new planners for your captains, you're bound to find an option that works for you. Check them out at cheercoachplanner.com or visit the link in my show notes. The Cheer Coach Planner, your season, your plan. Welcome back to another episode. I wanted to touch base on one of the opportunities that I presented in my last episode, which was the Life Update podcast. Essentially, I was invited to speak and present at the coaches conference for MCCA in Minnesota. However, due to low registration numbers, I was unable to go out there to present. So instead, I recorded my speech virtually. I uploaded the video version to YouTube. I will link it in the show notes if you're interested in watching the presentation and supplemental images that go along with the speech. I also created an audio version for you here on the podcast. So I'm going to play the first half of the speech that I would have presented at the coaches conference in Minnesota, and then I will upload the second part in another episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is Marley Sievers, and I am passionate about cheerleading, coaching, and leadership development. After participating in the sport as an athlete through middle school and high school, I decided to continue my love of cheerleading through the National Cheerleaders Association. With them, I've worked as a summer camp instructor, silver level choreographer, special event worker, event judge, and I've had several other hats under the NCA umbrella for seven years now. I love working with NCA because it's given me an opportunity to make a difference and positively influence teams from across the nation. I began my journey as a high school cheerleading coach for a 5A all-girl team when I was 18 years old. In a matter of months, I went from assistant varsity coach to co-head coach along with the other assistant. During my first season of head coaching, we just tried to keep our heads above the water and finish out the year strong. The previous coach had built such a strong program throughout her decade of service that we wanted to make her proud and do the program justice. Our team was handed over to a new candidate, and because of the previous coach's decision to retire, many of the returning members began resigning. Halfway through the year, just before our first competition, we were running out of time to finalize a routine, put together music, and register for competitions when the new coach was asked to resign. The hopes of attending NCA High School Nationals by the end of the season looked bleak. 
And we owed it to our athletes to make the year one they would cherish forever. So after stepping into the head coaching role mid-season my first year, we ended up having an awesome second season filled with many victories for our team, as well as a fun-filled experience at NCA High School Nationals in Dallas. In the year 2020, I made the hard decision to move from Colorado to Idaho, and I began coaching another 5A varsity all-girl team in the area. Through them, I was their assistant coach. I also choreographed their state routines. Recently, I just accepted a head coaching position with a 4A varsity program in the area, and I'm really looking forward to beginning this upcoming season with them. In addition to moving to a new state and starting with a new team, I also launched my podcast called The Life of a Cheerleading Coach. What began as an outlet for me to share my thoughts on coaching has evolved into a weekly challenge to teach myself something new and to share what I learned with my audience. There's always an opportunity to learn and grow, and as someone who teaches our youth, I embrace the idea of constantly learning. By doing this, I aim to become a better version of myself and pave the path for my athletes to follow. Athletes look up to their coaches. It's my aspiration as a coach to be a positive influence and an extraordinary role model for my team and any team that I may encounter. I've learned a lot on my journey so far. And some of the topics that I've shared in my podcast include self-care, respect, positivity, constructive criticism, and more. So check it out if you haven't had the opportunity yet. What starting this podcast has taught me is that we all have a purpose. Now, if you're like me or just any coach in general, maybe your purpose for coaching has been called into question. This experience happened to me this past season, and it shook me to my core. A family member who happened to be a parent to an athlete on my team had claimed that the only reason I was coaching was to build my resume. I knew that there was so much more to what I was doing than simply that as the notion just seemed superficial. And I knew that this family member was wrong about my purpose, but their questioning made enough of an impact that I felt inspired to clarify my purpose statement and refine my vision for coaching. The pursuit of my why began with cheerleading. I've been involved in it since I was very little, and I've always looked up to the coaches, captains, and teammates that led me and cheered by my side. I looked up to these individuals because they were skillful, kind, and ambitious, and I aspired to lead like them. When I began coaching, I knew my purpose was to ultimately help young individuals not only become great cheerleaders, but great people as well. The reason that I'm a coach is because it's a life goal of mine to help athletes develop and grow their leadership skills build their character, and become the best versions of themselves. I hope to do this by being an exceptional role model for them. Through starting this podcast, my purpose has expanded to encompass helping not only young athletes, but also others involved in the sport who desire growth and development. Now, I also hope to help coaches trying to navigate the world of high school cheerleading and inspire others by giving advice and sharing my life experiences. When we're talking about leadership, it's imperative that you know that every single person watching this is capable of being an exceptional leader. Not everyone was born with the innate ability to lead, but every person can be taught this skill. Learning leadership is a lifelong endeavor, and great leaders never stop learning. Here we have a quote by JFK that says, leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. The meaning behind this quote is profound. A leader can't lead without knowledge and a desire to learn and must continue learning in order to maintain a position of leadership. 
As coaches, we know the value of lifelong learning and understand that our athletes are continually learning through classes, relationships with peers, and time spent at practice. As coaches, we see how relevant this is for us as our athletes are teaching us on a regular basis as well. It's easy when we're in a position of leadership to feel as though we're already accomplished and are no longer in need of additional learning, or that we simply just don't have the time. As a result, this quote serves as a reminder that Regardless of our leadership position, we must continue to learn throughout our lives. It's difficult to make time for learning, especially when we're in a position of leadership. Our time is usually taken up with more urgent and time-sensitive matters than our own personal development. Setting aside some time to improve and learn may appear selfish, but it's truly selfless. You'll be able to not only lead your team more effectively, with the knowledge that you've obtained, but you'll also be able to pass on expertise and lead your athletes in their own development. One of the biggest challenges that I've faced in my pursuit of learning leadership is that I've always been considered too young to lead. Throughout my career in cheerleading and coaching, I've been put into many leadership positions early. Those who led me knew that I was capable of great leadership, believed in my abilities, and supported me along the way. One example of this is when I became the head captain of my team my junior year of high school. I had many people, namely teammates and parents, who disagreed with the decision to put me in this role. Another example of this is when I became a head coach at the age of 19. And again, some people had their doubts about my abilities and didn't respect my authority in this position. But this didn't dissuade me from striving for more knowledge. And in fact, it inspired me to continue improving. The moral of the story is that even if you have naysayers, non-believers, and unsupportive people in your life, you can overcome hardships by teaching yourself how to handle them well. Seeing you persevere through challenges also helps your athletes or anyone in your organization that you lead. As a coach and a leader in your program, it's important for you to encourage the athletes that you're working with. There may be some young leaders in your program, so give them an opportunity to thrive and excel. I do this with my team by creating a group of leadership, which includes captains, co-captains, and spirit leaders. Incorporating this third position into our leadership allows our underclassmen to shine and begin leading their team from a young age. Think about some other leadership opportunities that you can provide for the athletes in your program. Without these opportunities, this generation of athletes will struggle to develop their leadership skills to carry with them into their lives and adulthood. For anyone who's worked as a coach or a teacher, we know that our athletes are constantly developing lifelong skills that they will take from the sport. My favorite part of coaching is the character building, and we know that leadership is one of the most important skills that we can teach our youth. Leadership instills confidence and helps individuals develop a sense of responsibility. It also helps them to solve problems creatively and work collaboratively with others. Here we have another quote that says, leaders don't create more followers, they create more leaders. You're not leading your team if you're okay with the individuals in your organization coming to practice every day, performing the same routine for four years, and having no self-development. What distinguishes good leaders from exceptional and inspirational leaders is their capacity to develop great leaders through their organization with a leadership culture. It's not about keeping followers. It's about inspiring and motivating a new generation of extraordinary leaders to make a difference in the lives of those that they've been entrusted to serve. If we aim to be exceptional and inspirational leaders, how can we inspire others to lead within our organization? 
This is done by sharing a vision. I'd like to share with you Simon Sinek's Golden Circle. This tool is used as a guide to improve leadership, culture, and development. Its principles are deeply grounded in the tenets of human decision-making. The golden circle mirrors how our brain works. Sinek states that the human brain is broken into three major components that correlate perfectly with the golden circle. Our neocortex corresponds with the what level, and it's responsible for rational and analytical thought and language. The middle two sections make up our limbic brains, and our limbic brains are responsible for our feelings, like trust and loyalty. It's also responsible for all human behavior and all decision-making. The middle layer represents the how, and the inside layer represents the why. So let's break this down. What is the first level of this? What do we do? Well, the generic answer is that we coach cheerleaders. How do we do it? Typically through the use of teaching techniques and skills. Why do we do it? Now, not everyone's why is gonna be the same. In the TED talk entitled, How Great Leaders Inspire Action, Simon Sinek expresses extensively that people don't buy what you do, but why you do it. He explains how often companies will start marketing their products in reverse order, and they will begin with the what, then the how, and finally the why when it should be the other way around. When people believe in why you do what you do, they're more likely to support you in your endeavors. One example he gives is that of the workplace. If you hire someone who doesn't believe in what you do, they're simply going to do their job and collect a paycheck. On the other hand, if you hire someone who believes in what you do and in the same values, they will work tirelessly with their blood, sweat, and tears in order to achieve the same goals. Sinek concludes his speech by stating that there are leaders and that there are those who lead. Leaders hold a position of power or authority, but those who lead inspire us. Those that start with the why are the ones who inspire those around them or find someone else to be inspired by. We follow those who lead not for them, but for ourselves. It doesn't matter who it is, as long as we believe the message that they're presenting. In today's society, there's so much pressure on us to create a vision. This is completely unfair because not all of us are visionaries. Sinek tells us that we don't have to create a vision. We just have to have one. So if you're not a visionary, find someone whose vision aligns with what your aspirations are. And if their words inspire you, adopt their vision. Whether or not you originate the vision is irrelevant to your success. When something resonates with you, that is your cause. Whatever that purpose or that vision is, share it with your team. Not all of us are visionaries, but we all have a gift. Yours may be leadership, while others on your team are gifted with physical talents, like your athletes. We all have to commit our gifts to the vision in order to advance it and for us to progress. Now, if you're still unsure of what your purpose in coaching is, I urge you to search for that why. For some of us, it's because we're passionate about cheerleading. For others, it could be because we want to help people. I recently had the honor of interviewing Princeton University's head cheerleading coach, Claudia Ralph. When asked what her why was, it revolved around her passion for cheerleading as well as her desire to serve others. Hearing this really resonated with me, as I believe to be truly successful and leave an impact on this world, you should be in service to others and give back in some way, shape, or form. And wouldn't you agree that your act of service in this life is that of coaching our youth? 
As coaches, we are in service to others. We serve our communities and our athletes. And being in service to others is truly fulfilling. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. To be notified when another episode is posted, visit the link in the show notes to sign up for my newsletter. Don't forget to follow the Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook, and be sure to click the listener support button on my anchor page. To be featured in the next episode, use the link in the show notes to leave me a voice message. Thanks again for listening and go make a difference. Thank you.